Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 159, Prioritizing Your Marriage. So can you tell? I still have this sinus thing. It's kind of crazy. But now I'm on steroids and antibiotics and anything else I think the doctor could give me. So this will be short, but I wanted to jump in here at the beginning of February. Um, First, let me tell you, if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, Janet Quinlan Coaching, at Janet Quinlan Coaching. And each day in February, I'm going to be giving a little tip uh, for creating long, happy, successful marriages. And I'm doing that because, of course, February is Valentine's Day, and suddenly, one day a year, we prioritize our marriage and pay attention to our spouse. And I just think it's funny that we take one day a year to really prioritize our marriage, to be conscious of it. Or if we don't buy into the commercialism of Valentine's Day, if we're the spouse who doesn't get the card or the flowers on the 14th, then we feel unimportant. And all these thoughts of why doesn't my husband love me and how come everybody else gets it and I don't comes into our consciousness. Why do we limit prioritizing our marriage to one day a year? Well, of course it's about money, right? You know that, right? Valentine's Day, Halloween, Mother's Day, Father's Day, it's all about selling stuff. I think Valentine's Day is the biggest moneymaker for candy companies, probably flowers as well, but we don't need to buy into it. What I tell my children is Mother's Day is not a big deal to me because I know that my children are kind and thoughtful to me all year long, and in fact, I want them to be kind and thoughtful to me all year long rather than just on one day. And mostly they are. (laughs) And if they forget on Mother's Day, because I do have some sons who are not married, and usually it's the wives who remind the sons to do something for their mother. Um, If I have a son who forgets, my thought does go to, oh my gosh, I can't believe he forgot. It hurts my feelings. Everybody else got some. And then I have to quickly remind myself, no, wait, I decided that Mother's Day was not going to be that important to me. I have thoughtful adult children who think of me all year long, and it doesn't have to be today. So let me ask you that about your marriage. Can we take prioritizing our marriage out of one day a year and put it throughout our whole year? Is your marriage your first priority? Do you encourage and support your husband? Now, as I go through this, maybe some of you will say, yes, but you need to be talking to my husband. Okay, I can't talk to your husband unless you play this, or you're my husband who listens to my podcasts. So I want you to listen to the very end, okay? Because I don't want you to think that I'm just coming down hard on you women. But it is important Do you encourage and support him? 
Do you find ways to show him your love even when you don't feel like it? Is he first in your list of family priorities or do the children and their wants and sometimes needs come first? Do you greet him first in the morning, first, or at the end of the day with a smile and a kiss and a hug? Do you nurture him? Do you nurture within yourself a tally of good thoughts about him and gratitude for him? Or are you thinking about all the ways he disappoints you or all the ways he forgets to do things, all the criticisms you have of him? Do you pray for him daily? Do you make time to be alone with him and let him see in your face and in your eyes how much you love him? In the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 13, we hear, No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Who is or should be our best friend? Very, very few people will actually need to physically die for their spouse. But many, many of us will need to die to our desires, our expectations, our happiness for a time to love their spouse. If you were your husband, would you want to be married to you? It's a question that we asked in the membership this month in Reimagine Motherhood. We're talking all about marriage. And it's a question I posed uh, to the members, but also to myself. If I was my husband, would I want to be married to me? And when I think about that, I think, do I correct all the time? Am I always finding fault? Am I nurturing him? Am I loving him? We can't control his behavior, but we can control ours. Would he be more responsive to someone who thinks little of him or someone who thinks he's amazing, who's doing his best? And you may not think he's doing his best. This may be the best for now. We've been married for 38 years, and sometimes... My best was not very good. And sometimes his best was not very good. But it was the best we could do at the time. And we loved each other through that not very good best. Are you kind? Do you forgive him? Are you respectful? Does he get your full attention? Do you give him the benefit of the doubt? Do you nurture closeness? Or is your marriage Just this one more thing to do. Now, like I said in the beginning, your defensive brain may be screaming and hearing this, yes, but what about me? Yeah, what about you? What if you just decided to go first? To live your life as the woman that you want to be? We're all nurturers, but we seem to stop nurturing our husbands often when our children come along, and we transfer our nurturing powers to them. And there sits our husband. We were attentive and won him over during dating, but now, eh, he's not top of mind anymore. Make him your first priority of the day after God. Shower him with love and affection, with respect and time. In hard times, and every marriage has hard times, and sometimes those hard times are longer than others. Die to yourself for him, for you, 
for the two of you as a way to nurture him. Husbands who make big mistakes often feel they are never going to be worthy of our love. Die to yourself and love him. He is your first priority. We've seen it over and over again that one person can change the course of history. One person can also change the course of a marriage. I have seen it over and over and over again. Be the one to begin again prioritizing your relationship. Okay, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Janet Quinlan Coaching for tips each day in February on how to nurture and create a happy, long marriage. Have a great week, everyone. Take care, and I hope next week I actually have a better voice. See ya. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be, the woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.